Okay. <clears throat> Boker Tov. Boker Tov. <clears throat> today is Bezmar Cheshvan. And today we're going to learn the daf. Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches in Beitza. First of all, we're going to learn for Eli Neshama of Rumi's grandmother, whose yard site is today. Chana Bas Avram Chaim. Nachon? I think so. Okay. Rumi, yeah? So Ilan Hashama and for Forshlim for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. Yesterday we got down to about ten lines down on the page. The Mishnah had said that if somebody borrow Hashoa Klimichaber Me'erv Yantif, if you borrow something on Erev Yantif, let's say a garment or a utensil, you can only take it as far as the person who who um, uh, if you borrow on Erev Yantif, he can take it as far as he can go. The, the borrower, not the lender, but the borrower. Now, Lachar, that's a double pashit. If he borrowed it on Erev Yantif, that means that banished Mashas on Erev Yantif, it was already in the Rishus of the borrower. So then, of course, he could take it as far as he can go. If he made an Erev uh, to the east of town, 2,000 Amas, he can go a total of 4,000 Amas from the city limit because he made it over there. So what's the issue? If the, if the lender had an Erev in a different place or he didn't have an Erev at all, why should it depend on the lender? This person, the Shoel, already had it in his possession. The, the borrower had his possession, Erev Yantav. So the Gemara says right away, Pshita, isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious that you could take it as far as the Shoel can go? That's, those were the words of the Mishnah that HaShoel, Klimechaber, Erev Yantav, Karagle HaShoel. It goes according to the person who borrowed it. He had it, Erev Yantav. What's the Chiddush in that? He only gave it to my Yantav. Notice he only took possession actually on Yantif. He he agreed with him, Erev Yantif, that he's gonna borrow this item, but he didn't actually take out Yantif. It's not in your shus, you know, when it comes to acquiring a possession, uh, if it's uh, something that's immovable, if it's immovable, if it's not land, property, real estate, then you could do it with uh, Kesef or with Shtar. Uh, but if it's immovable, you have to make a Kenyan, either Hagba or Mashicha, something, whatever works for that item. So <clears throat> over here, he didn't make a Kenyan Erev Yantav. He only took it on Yantav. I might think, it wasn't in his Rishus, Kamash Malon, that no, when it comes to this Halacha Drabonan of Eruvei Tchumen, the rabbi said if they made a deal, even the words alone, he said, listen, we agreed, Erev Yantav, that you're going to borrow this on Yantav, it's already considered in the Rishus of the borrower, and it goes according to his feet, where he can go on Yantav. Kamash Malam, this is a proof to Rav Yochanan, we had a similar idea yesterday in Rav Dosa, we passed like Rav Dosa, even though he only gave it to my Yantav, goes according to the Shoal. We said yesterday, Rav Dosa seems to be in steer with our Mishnah, but uh, we said Rav Dosa is speaking about when it's one person. Our mission is speaking about where there's two people. In other words, you could have lent it to set one of several people, so you don't know what's going, what's, who it's going to go to. So therefore, it goes, it goes according to the feet of the, of the mashil, the, the owner of the item, who lent it out on Yontif. But if there's only one person that he normally gives it to, let's say there's one, uh, one shepherd that he always gives his animal to or whatever, one person that he always gives this item to, then it goes according to the shoel. So that's the idea. In other words, with words alone, nor, this is not a record Kenyan. A Kenyan, you need to actually make a Kenyan. So if you didn't make a Kenyan until Yantif, it goes, it, goes, it, goes, it, would be, it would depend on the mashil. But over here we say you don't need a Kenyan. As long as they agreed, that's good enough. The words alone is good enough. Says the Gemara Vaitim, Beyantiv Kragim Shah. Oh, so if he lent it to him on Yantif, on Yantif, then it goes according to the feet of the Mashal, because Erev Yantif had banished Mashos, it was in the possession of the Mashal. So if he only lent it to him on Yantif, 
And that apparently means that there was no deal before Yantiv, because if it was a deal before Yantiv, we just said that it goes according to the Shoel. There was no deal yet to him on Yantiv, it goes according to the Mashal. So again, that's Pshita. If we're only talking about not a real Kenyan, just they agreed to or they didn't agree to it by words, so if he didn't agree to it, Erev Yantiv, and he just gave it to him on Yantiv, of course it goes according to the Mashal, the lender, who had it in his possession, Erev Yantiv, Advanish Mashal, Zlotzricha. The answer is this person who borrows usually borrows from this guy. So the the own the mashil normally knows that this guy always borrows it on yantif. You know, like certain people they always borrow something on yantif. On they always borrow this item. I might think since he I know he's going to come to me and borrow it from me. I might think it's already considered in the rishus of the shoel of erev yantif, even though there was no word mentioned at all. Kamash malan. The Chiddush is, no, Meimar Omar, the Mashal will say to himself, listen, normally he asks me about it, Yantav. He doesn't pick it up till Yantav, but he always uh, asks me on Yantav, can I borrow this? Here he didn't say anything. Since he didn't mention anything on Erev Yantav, maybe he found somebody else to borrow it from. And therefore it goes according to the, to the hands, uh, uh, the feet rather, of the Mashal, of the lender, because no deal was made at all. So it comes out. That you don't really need a Kenyan. But if they agreed before Yantif that the Shoal is going to borrow it on Yantif, then it goes according to the Shoal's feet, as far as the Shoal can walk on Yantif. If there was no such agreement at all, there was no mention of it, then it goes according to the Mashal. That's what we mean in the Mishnah. Now we come to the end of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, and also a woman, the last two lines of the Mishnah, yesterday's Mishnah said, on Zion, but off the bottom, if a woman borrowed from her friend, um, she borrowed somebody, uh, she borrowed, what did she borrow? Tavlin spices, seasoning, Maya Melech's water and salt for her dishes, her cook dishes, Le'isasa. So it says Le'isasa for her dough, but we'll see, it means since it says Tavlin spices, we're talking about cooked dishes also, not just dough for baking. So if she borrows stuff on Yantif, she can only go as far as either one of them could go. Again, the lowest common denominator. Because she borrowed it on Yantif, if the mashal can only go, in, let's say, to the east, and the, uh, the shoal can only go to the west, and they can't move at all, right? They can't go anywhere. It can only go according to where both of them can go. That's these three things for her dough or for her cooked dishes, we'll see, because he talks about tavlin. Tavlin is usually in a cooked dish. Maim melech is also for a cooked dish, but also for, he says, le'isasa, for her dough. Rabbi says, listen, Rabbi says, when it comes to water, water doesn't count. In other words, you don't see the water. The water is, you know, it, it's, you, you, don't, you don't see it. And in the dough, you don't see the water. So we don't take the water into account, says Rabbi. We don't pass like Rabbi, but Rabbi says we don't, we don't take the water into account. In other words, if the water was, could only go in one direction, and the tavlin and the melch can go in the other direction, we pay no attention to the water. That's Rabbi Huda's opinion. First, we're going to deal with the basic idea, though. So the question over here is, you have spices and water and salt. Those are really just, you know, extra condiments. That's not the item itself. That's not the dough or the main cooked dish with vegetables and meat or whatever it is. So what's going on over here? So we have a story like this. When Rabbi went up to Eretz Yisrael, Omar, he said, it's interesting because this story... It's a very strange story. This whole piece of Gemara, the Mepharshim say, we'll see, it's very diff- a very difficult question is raised here. It's a short piece of Gemara, but it's very, very difficult to understand the Havamina. At the end, we'll understand that it'll make sense, but the Havamina and the Shaklavataria is very hard. Even the story over here, Rav Abba went up to Eretz Yisrael, Amar, he said, 
Now, how do they know that he said this? He must have told them. How, who else would know unless he, somebody was with him? What did he say? He said, Yeh Rava, Yeh Rava, let it be the will of Hashem. Yeh Ratzam. De Ema Milsa, Deskabel, that I will say something will be Mekubal. In other words, I'm going up to Eretz Yisrael. I'm going to the yeshivas. I'm heading to the Mir right now, or to Panovich. I'm going up there, and I hope I won't make a fool out of myself. You know, that's what he's saying, really. I hope that I'll say something that will be accepted, that they won't make fun of me. That's what I hope. Okay. So we'll see. Maybe heading. Pardon? I, I think you skipped a few lines of Brian. Oh, okay. Where? You, you, you didn't do Kisalik Rebbe Abba. Yeah. Kisalik Rebbe Abba, right? Yeah, you skipped all the way down to the mic, so you skipped them. We're, we're, we're at, we're at Kisalik Rebbe Abba, right? Did I skip something before Kisalik Ravaba or after? No, right there. You skipped that. No, I'm saying that now. Kisalik Ravaba, when Ravaba went after Eretz Yisrael, Omar, he said, Yehei Rava da'ema milset at the skabel. I hope that I will say something that will be accepted, that I won't make a fool out of myself. Kisalik, when he actually went up, Ashkechei Rabbi Yochanan v'Rav Chanina bar Papi v'Rav He found three rabbis there who were sitting and discussing this Mishnah. Some say there was three different rabbis. Rabavu, Rabbi Shimpazi, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha. These three rabbis. Always oh, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, Rabbi Yitzchak Smith. My Smith is a defendant of his, is a uh, descendant of his, right? The Yasvi Vikamri. And they said, What do these three rabbis say about our Mishnah? He says, Our Mishnah doesn't make sense. Why does our Mishnah say that if, I bar- if a woman borrowed spices and water and salt for her dough or for her cooked dish, Okay, you can only go as far as the spices can go. The water, the salt. I mean, come on. These are little items that are thrown in there. They're lost in the shuffle here. The Yasmi Kamar, my, why do we say that you go? You can only go as far as those things can go? The water and the salt certainly should be bottled to the dough. The dough is the main thing over here. If the dough can go in one direction or go wherever it can go, and, and within the 2,000 Amas that it was assigned to, that it was it, the, the, its owner can go to. The same thing with the water and the, the salt. The salt, the salt and water should be should be negligible, should be should be uh, nullified or you know uh, uh, neutralized in the in the dough. That was a question that they raised. So Amr Lurvaba Suravaba, that's a Gerifan. He said something over here. What did he say? I mean, this is the good question they raised. They said, Lachar, this is, should be bottle. It's bottle barov, right? So Ravava raised the question. Ravava stuck his mouth. He, he wanted to say something. He says, I, I wanted to make an impression, Ravava. I, I hope they'll accept what I said. And Ravava says, listen, what are you talking about? Why should it be bottle? He says, Haray, listen, listen to the example that he gives. And it's a difficult example. He says, Let's say I had a kav, a measure of wheat. And my measure of wheat got mixed up with 10 measures of uh, Yankel's, Yankel's wheat. So what? He's going to be able to eat it all? So Yankel, who had 10 and I had one, it's all mixed up. So he goes to and he gets to keep it. Yochel, he's going to eat it. And he's going to laugh. He's going to smile and say, oh, look what I want over here. What do you think? He goes to in all cases. He's going to be happy. So the three rabbis, wherever they were, they laughed at him. Ravava, you know, was hoping he would get accepted, but they laughed at him. Achichole. Amalahu, he says, shakli. Did I take your garment or something that you're laughing at me? What, what did I play a game over here? What are you laughing at me for? Haru achichole. They laughed at him some more. Strange story. They laughed at him. They laughed at his answer. Amar Ravoshia. So Ravoshia said, Shap It was good that they laughed at him. What he said didn't make any sense. Why? 
And this is also, this is also, he says, why did you give it, when he gave this example and he said, you know, uh, if, if one, if my measure of wheat got mixed up with 10 measures of Yankel's, is he going to be able to eat all of mine? Doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be bottle. The rabbi said it should be bottle in our mission, right? He says it shouldn't be bottle automatically. He says, so he said, what else? He said, wait a minute. Why did you give the example of one measure of wheat with 10 measures of wheat? Why don't you say one measure of wheat with 10 measures of barley? Why? Because chitin besarm would be bottle. Umin b'shenu mitl is bottle. Min b'shenu mitl is bottle. Again, if you have one species got mixed up with a majority of other species, min it's bottle right away. Okay, min rabbanan, you need bottle b'shishim and all the other uh, things, and min rabbanan, certain things aren't bottle, but min raisa, it's bottle. Min b'shenu is bottle. Why didn't you give that example? Because it's, uh, why don't you give an example? So if, if you didn't give that example because that would be bottle. You said this shouldn't be bottle, right? Where my, my measure of wheat got mixed up with 10 measures. Should that be bottle? He's going to be able to eat my wheat for nothing? And he says, why didn't you, why didn't you give an example of min b'she'en omino, which is, because it's bottle? Well, chitin b'chitin also should be bottle. And the hidl rav yudel bottle. Famous machloks rav yudel and rabbonam, min b'mino, like blood or wine, min b'mino. If you have one mixed up with another, is it bottle or not? Rav yudel holds min b'mino is low bottle. The Chum say, it's always bottle. We always say, it's always bottle. It doesn't make any difference which species is the same. Because even if you can't discern, it's the same kind of meat. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, the same kind of uh, beef or the same kind of wine or whatever it is. If it's the same species, Rabbi says it's never bottle. That's the rule. Dam is also not bottle. Even one drop and a million drops of dam is not bottle. That's Rabbi Shita. Again, it's Rabbanan at least. In Midaraisa, everything is bottled, bottled, bro. But Rabbanan miftal bottle should be bottled. So why did you ask a kasha from Chitin, uh, from Chitin Bechitin? Uh, just like Chitin Besorim is bottled, uh, Chitin Bechitin is also should be bottled. Now we'll see in a few minutes, this, the logic here is really strange. As we're going to come to a point, if you didn't catch it already, we'll come to a point where you're going to say, what's going on over here? Because it really doesn't make sense. So they said to, so Ravoshia said, it's good that they laughed at you, you know, that they laughed at him. Because it doesn't make sense. What is this example about uh, my, my species, my uh, measure of wheat got mixed up with 10 he would be Would he be able to eat it? He can't, and therefore it shouldn't be bottled, and therefore our mission is correct. Our mission doesn't make sense. It should be bottled. Amalia of Safra, so Rav Safra now turned to Rav Oshia. So that's how, some, that's how Rashi learned. So he turned to Rav Oshia. Some said that he turned to Rav Abba. But Amalei Rav Safra, Moshe, Shaper Kamet. Moshe was a Lashon of Kavit, like Moshe Rabbeinu. All the Tanam had, uh, you know, Kabbalah from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe, Shaper, you think you said something good? What, 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 what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? This example about min bemino? You, you think you're telling him good that uh, since he didn't, just like he didn't say chitin uh, sarm would be bottle, chitin chitin is also bottle according to uh, you know one measure and ten measures or even two measures is bottle. It should be bottle. In other words, according the uh, Ravoshia said they laughed at him well because why did he give that example? The example of should be bottle. So on our mission also it should be bottle. So Rabsafra said, Moshe uh, you think that's a good answer about the chitin that it should be bottle? Did you not hear that Ravchia katusva from that place? Ravchia from that place that Mishmei derav. Listen to this case very carefully. Wheat. Let's say you have a, a grain, any kind of grain, wheat or barley, whatever. And, you know, in those days, it wasn't like it was processed today and, you, you know, you get, uh, you know, three ounces in a bag and it's pure and there's not, nothing mixed up in it. There's always stuff mixed up. There's always, uh, you know, chaff and refuse mixed up in it. 
And, and so, but that was a certain amount was accepted, you know, like when it came to wine or a certain amount that had leaves in it or stuff like that, that a certain amount of, of refuse or spoiled stuff or chaff was accepted. So he says, let's say I have a, a bushel of wheat over here and somebody, and I could sell it for, you know, for $10. Somebody comes along and they go to my bushel and they start picking out the chaff, the pebbles, the pebbles, the pebbles are just little pieces of stones. They're worth nothing. If you pick out stones from my, from my grain, you know, like let's, let's call it my, my uh, bushel of uh, my bag of, of, of wheat, you have to pay me to make them. You have to pay me for them. Why? Because I could have sold the whole bushel, including the chaff, as wheat. So even though the pebbles that you took out were worthless, but they were worth something to me, so Alma, you, you uh, diminished my measure of uh, wheat, even though there was no, uh, they were worthless. The pebbles were worthless, but you diminished me. You caused me a loss. Over here also, the fact is that this uh, water and, uh, and salt uh, shouldn't, should not be bottled. Just like the pebbles aren't bottled, and they're worthless. The pebbles in, the, in my bushel of wheat are worthless by themselves, but they're part of the entire measure, and there you have to pay. So here also, they shouldn't be bottled. Something that has value to it is not bottled in a meat. In other words, that's worth money. And uh, if, if pebbles, which are worthless, can cause a financial loss, right? By taking my cost, you, you, you caused me, I had a bushel before, now I only have nine-tenths of a bushel because you took out the pebbles. So, and, the, and by themselves are worthless. So water and salt, which aren't worthless, should not be bottled because it's, uh, you, you owe me, the, the, the lady borrowed the, the uh, salt and the water and the, and the, and the spices, she's going to have to pay them back later on. So it shouldn't be bottled just because of a meal. That's what he told him. Wait a minute. You're talking about a case where a guy, you took my bushel and you took out the pebbles so I can claim it from you. But over here, it's a strange the way Rashi learns is that, is that this has no claim because she lent him, she lent him the salt and the water um, uh, until after Yantav. So she can't claim it back now. The owner can't claim it back now. And if he can't claim it back now, uh, then it's really not worth anything. Uh, he says, The only problem with the, with this, uh, with this, um, uh, the whole problem with the dough and the water and the salt is that you can only take it a certain distance, right? You can only, can only go as far as the, uh, as both owners can go, the lender and the borrower can go. So here it has no, it has no claims. If there's no claim, then you can't give me the case of Borut's Roros of there because they're the guy claim. I had a bushel of wheat. Now I have nine tenths of a bushel of wheat because the pebbles count towards the wheat too. But over there, the guy had a claim. Here he had no claim. Omerlei, so Bayad said this to Absafra. So Absafra answered, Tamech, what kind of as far as that? Hadam Rav Chista, what do you, it makes a difference whether it has an owner or not. What does it have to do with it? said a famous thing like this, according to Rabbi who holds min bimino is not bottle. So what about if I have a piece of the veil? The veil is a, a, the carcass of an animal, a piece of the veil that died without shechita. So let's say I have some a veil of meat, like regular non-kosher meat, got mixed up with shechuta meat, which is kosher meat that was uh, slaughtered. So Rav Chista said, according to Rav Yudah, Nevela is bottle in shechuta, because something that's shechuta, that's kosher meat, can never become non-kosher meat in the sense that Nevela is metame. If you touch Nevela, you're tame. 
If you touch it or you carry it, your tummy, you touch a dead a carcass of a, of a cow or whatever, a sheep, uh, your tummy. So he says, Nevela is bottle in the shuta. Why? Because the shuta can never become Nevela. If it's kosher meat, it can never become tummy. And if it, it can't, it can't be in and of itself. I mean, you can be tummy at the Rabbanan by something tummy touching it, but it can't be tummy in and of itself. It can never become a Nevela, which is a, which is tummy, let's say, in the, fir- in the first degree. You can't have that. So, if if, shchit, if a shchut meat can never become nevela, therefore nevela and shchut are two different species, and nevela would be bottle and shchut. Why? Because again, as you said, according to Yehuda, min bemino is not bottle, but min b'sheino bemino is bottle. What does all this have to do with us? We'll see. Shchut ain't betel of the nevela, but a shchut is not bottle in a nevela. Why? A nevela, even though it's tummy right now, but if it disintegrates and decays, it no longer is considered meat. It's not a not not a dead carcass anymore. Once it decays and it's just like dusty, then it's uh, it's tahar. So it could become a shchuta. And you, since the since the majority item over here is shchuta enam betel benavela, why? Because the if the nevela is the majority thing and that could become pure when it disintegrates, so then it's the same as shchuta, and therefore it's min bemino, and therefore it's not, and therefore it's not bottle. So he says shchuta ain't a betel benavela. If he efshish nevela shetayos shchuta, the nevela could become also tor like that. And if if the if the majority item can become like the minority item, then it's min bemino, and it's not bottle according to Yehuda. This is all according to Yehuda. What is also says? It's like Maris Why is that only because the nevela nobody owns it? It's in the street. Uh, if somebody does own it, meaning somebody can claim it, low butler. In other words, when it comes to a majority and a minority of an item being neutralized in another, the whole concept we we're talking about, the whole thing we started the discussion was, can this, shouldn't this become butler in that? Shouldn't it become neutralized in the majority item? So he says, well, uh, so uh, Abaya had said, well, if this, since nobody can claim this on Yantif, Therefore, uh, therefore, it, it, it's 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 worthless. What does it have to do if somebody can claim it if there's an owner or not? If you, if it has an owner, if the nevela has an owner, uh, you're going to say then it's not butla. In the beginning, you said nevela is betela Why? Because the because the shuta can never become tame like the nevela. So they're two different species, and therefore one is butla and the other even according to Buda, because it's min v'shein amino. What? And if and if it have an owner, then it wouldn't be butla. You're saying it's bottle because it's because it's like ownerless. And if it would be have an owner, it wouldn't be it, it wouldn't be bottle. Maybe you'll say that if it has an owner, it's not bottle because ownership has a has a, an effect on 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 uh, one item being neutralized on another. But Tanya Rav Yochanan and Rav says chafetz hefker something of hefker in the street. Konin shvios shvisa meaning if you find an item lost in the street, it it uh, on on yantif let's say or uh, let's say on yantif. Uh, it can only go 2,000 amas in each direction of that item. Not the guy who found it. It doesn't go according to the owner. It goes according to the item. So you see over here that it makes no difference. Even though it has no owner, it's ownerless. It's been abandoned there. It goes according to the item. So it makes no difference if it's ownerless or not when it comes to being, when it comes to the lachas of, of Tchum Shabbos. It makes no difference who the owner is. And therefore, what we're saying is, is that ownership is one thing, uh, right, ownership is one thing, and he's in Isra is something else. So, what do we mean by that? Amalei. So, this is what he told them. So, this answer was was uh, was an answer that Rav, Rav, Rav uh, Safra told this to Abaye. So, he, so, so he basically said, "Okay, fine." 
the way Rashi explains it in the widest lines at the bottom, the beginning of the widest lines at the bottom of the page, the last six lines there, Rashi says, okay, fine, let's agree that there's no difference who owns it or not. Abaya said, Abaya asked the question, well, it doesn't make a difference if somebody is claiming it or not, so to speak, if there's an owner or not, and there's no owner on this stuff on Yontif, you can't claim it because she lent it to him for the duration of Yontif. So he says, what do you mean? It doesn't make any difference if there's an owner or not. Okay, granted, there is no difference when it comes to if there's an owner or not, right? But the basic idea that you're asking doesn't make sense. Amalei, Mika, Madamasi, Surulam, Amona. This is really the crux of the issue. And this is what we should have asked right away. How can you compare Isser to Mamam? If I have, let, let, let's, say, let's go back to the example of the pebbles, right? If I took pebbles out of your bushel of wheat, I took, 10% was, pebble, was pebbles. That's, that was the allowed amount. And I took all the pebbles out. I caused you a loss of 10%, right? Because you could have sold that whole thing as wheat. The same thing. So in other words, that, that's, that's a question of money. And even in the first case, when, when Ravava first raised the question, he says, oh, why should it be bottle? Uh, uh, you, you asked it should be bottle? If, if my kav of chita, if my measure of wheat got mixed up with 10 measures of somebody else, can the guy who has 10 say, I'm going to eat the whole thing and, and be potter? Yes, it's all mixed up now and he's going to eat the whole thing, but he's got to give me back something. The fact, when you say bitzel, bitzel means iser, right? If something is tomei, uh, something, a small thing of tomei got mixed in with something which is tor, you could say it's bottle barov, right? If it comes to eating something, one piece of non-kosher meat got mixed up with two pieces of kosher meat and it's two to one, it's bottle barov. When it comes to Isra, the rabbis could, could, could uh, uh, bitl. The same thing with Tom Shabbos. Here we're talking about the Isra of walking to beyond 2,000 amas, beyond the distance that you're allowed to, to walk, right? You're only allowed to go 2,000 amas from the place of your shvita. Okay, so we're talking about should it be bottle? Why, why isn't the water and the salt bottle in that? Because it's a question of Isra. We're not a question of ownership of money. If it's a question of ownership of money, money is one thing. You can't say, uh, my stuff got mixed up with your stuff, so since you're the rove, you get to keep my stuff. That's, that's money. You owe me the money, right? You get to, it's like you, 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 money is different. So how can you catch the issue of Israel of, of, uh, of In other words, this really is the answer to Rav Abba. When Rav Abba asked the question, well, if my kavachitin got mixed up with 10, are you going to say the other guy can do it? So it's not, so it shouldn't be bottle. It's not bottle in terms of ownership. If, if my item got mixed up with two of your items, you can't say I lost my ownership in it. So it got mixed up. So you owe me uh, the, the value of my one item, like with the pebbles or with anything else that got mixed up. When it comes to Isser, like, uh, like uh, is it kosher or not? Is it, um, is, it, is it tummy or not? Or is there a Tum Shabbos involved? So there should be Isser. So as the question still stands, the three rabbis who asked the question, listen, the salt and the water... I mean, and the spices, they're nothing. They should be, they should be bottled for the Tum Shabbos. It should be bottled barov. Don't ask me a question of ownership over here. And when you understand this answer, the whole Gemara really doesn't make that much sense. That's what the Rishonim deal with. It's a very difficult Gemara. What were the Havmanas, etc. In any case, that's what So if that's the case, they ask a the good question. Why isn't it bottled? In terms of Tum Shabbos, why isn't the salt and the water bottled to the uh, dough? The time am I. So we have two answers. Abai and Rava. They both agree with one another. They just give different spars. Abai Amr, Gzeir Shemitasa Isa Bishutas. I'll tell you why. If you say that the salt in the water is not uh, dependent on the dough, so we're afraid that you'll, that they'll, you'll, uh, these two women will also bring both two doughs together, and they'll say, okay, you can take yours in one direction, you can take yours in another. And if they make a bashutas, they'll say, well, we could all go, each go our own way. Just like the salt and the water can go in one direction, and this can go in another direction, we're afraid of that. Rabbi offers another reason. Tavel in the time of eating. Spices are made for seasoning. The salt and the water and the spice are made for seasoning. But time of the bottle, spice and, and spice are not bottle. In other words, even though in value measure, 
the salt and the seasoning might be tiny and minuscule compared to the dough or the, or the cooked dish, but they had seasoning, they had taste, and that's not bottle. So Rava, Rashi says Rava would, and Abai would agree with one another, they just offer different reasons. In other words, because uh, that's why it's not bottle. It's not bottle either because of Shem of Shemayat Tasa Isa B'Shutfis. If you're afraid, if you can do the salt and the water belonging to, can go one way and the dough can go in another way, you're afraid even if they both do dough, dough together, they'll say each can take their, in their own direction and that's not good. Or because the seasoning bottle. Rashi is another reason Mishim Davile Dovashiyesh Lamatirim. Rashi learns it's because tomorrow you can eat. What do you mean? You want to say it's bottle? Uh, it's something, it's something which is going to be mutter later on is never bottle. Get it's drabbanan. It's not bottle. This is all drabbanan because the tchum shab is drabbanan. This is also the rules of again. I've said many times. Daraisa, everything is bottle varov. Everything, but midrabbanan davashayishal matirin is 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 never bottle. Uh, um, uh, individual items like eggs or nuts, whatever you could say, if, they, if you can find them, right? Called Avashesh, Lamamish is not bottle, um, and uh, and many other, and, and even regular things are only bottle, Bashishim, so etc. And uh, Trumas are bottle one in a hundred, uh, Klein's bottle one in two hundred, all these are Allah's Rabbanim. In any case, so we say over here, so that's why it's not bottle, it's not bottle either because of Xera or because it's seasoning or because it's Yeshim Matirin, meaning tomorrow you could take it somewhere else or you could eat it here now, and therefore it's not bottle. Rav Yudah Poter Maim. So at the end of the mission it said, Rav Yudah says water doesn't count. It says, Maim ain't melech lo. What do you mean? Water doesn't count and salt does. Water and salt are both bottle. Whether it's in, whether in the dough or in the uh, cooked dish, they're both bottle. Even when it comes to uh, even when it comes to Tchum uh, Shabbos, they're bottle. So, and our machine only mentions water. Here, mentions water. And says, "Look, Hashav Melostomus, Hashav Melach Asterukunis." Melostomus is very fine, very th- very tiny salt, and that is bottle because it's 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 almost you don't see it. Whereas uh, Melach Asterukunis from that place, the Melach was very thick and you was seen, it was visible. And Rashi says the Melch Stomach, that's the Melch Stomach, that's why we have Maya Machrona, because you might, if it gets in your eyes, it's, um, it, it can blind a person. And why would it get in your eyes? Because you don't see it on your hands, it's so tiny. So that's one answer. So, so it depends on what kind of salt it is. So in our mission, we're talking about thick salt. Thick salt is not bottle, but small, but uh, small to tiny salt, very thin, very fine grain salt uh, would be bottle. I have a ton of beauty over my umelch betel, beisav, aim betel, mikterah. Our mission is mashma, mintnei rotva. Right, our mishnah is mashma that mayim umelach is bottle beisa, right, and 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 kadeira also because we're talking about seasoning. And here he says mayim melch betel beisa v'nat betel in a kadeira in a cooked dish meirotva because it's very liquidy. It's very a lot of fluid in there, so the water you sort of see. So it's not bottle. This is lokasha ba'ava baracha. If it's if it's thick, tafshil ava shein rotva. You don't see the 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 liquid there. Then, if you wouldn't see it, then the uh, the water would also be bottled. But if it's very soft and you see the water, then it wouldn't be bottled. Meaning, it's bottled in dough where you don't see the water, but it's not bottled in where where it's very liquid. When you see the water, you see the juice and the fluid, then it wouldn't be then it wouldn't be bottled. Even a contributor, we don't pass like contribute anyway. Pass like the chachamim that mayim melach. Uh, does have substance to it, like we said, either because either because it gives taste, or because it gives air or because matirin, and it's not bottle, and you can only go as far as both owners, both the lender and the borrower, can each go, can both of them go. If one of them go only one direction, one can go in the other direction, then you you have to go with the the common denominator where they can both go. All right, tomorrow's daf is daf lamet test. It's on the uh, podcast. Actually, we started already. 
started already from this Rabbi Huda issue on, on tomorrow's daf. And on Sunday, Mirza Shem will start at 5.20 from the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Tessimit Beis. On Shabbos' daf, we'll start from that Mishnah. And Mirza Shem will make a siyam on Sunday. Maybe bring a Rosh Hashanah also. Maybe we'll get to start. We'll get a chance to, uh, to, uh, to start Rosh Hashanah. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Call to. Good Shabbos. Beautiful, beautiful.